0: Okay, so, you know, we are going to start recording some of the conversations that we have. I think that we have some really great and dope conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I just think it's worth a slight recording them to look back on, and, you know, maybe it could be a blessing to others as well. So, like, earlier this morning, we were um, talking about just relationships and, um, what men want, what women need, things of that nature, but also about like prioritizing, you know, goals and, um, how those things fit into relationships. So I was talking about like, um, you know, in my failed marriage, how, I really pri- prioritized my professional goals over my marital goals and how that affected um, <laughs> or brought about the demise of my marriage. Uh, so yeah, I just think that that's a really like important topic that I don't really feel like a lot of people talk about, particularly like in this fast-paced, capitalistic society where we just always thinking about like getting money what's next what we doing next and you know we're not really like putting as much focus on you know how are we building a marriage a family and a life so you know what what, what are your thoughts on, on on things like that
1: I think that it is very important to have conversations about how you prioritize your significant other because um we live in a, a society and even as spiritual beings I think our church frame is often geared towards individuality mm. and when you live in in a world where you're constantly looking at life from the perspective of a singular mind mm. um, your priorities can be off and, and the Bible specifically says for us to not look out for our own ambitions but or goodness but like also for Um, looking out for other people I'm paraphrasing it but how can I look out for other people if I'm looking at myself Mm. so I've always had like a, a warped idea of prioritizing because I was taught to prioritize God and I was taught to prioritize my family but now as an adult woman I've had to undo some of those teachings to prioritize my relationship. And that hasn't been easy, but it's necessary. So I'm really invested in having these types of conversations because I think that we are living in a generation where people are trying to reprioritize. There are tons of people who are almost obsessed with this idea of self-care. Everything is self-care. But do we really need to do self-care or do we need to institute boundaries and shuffle our priorities? Hmm. I think it's probably the latter. I don't know if I need to care more for myself. Um, Maybe I need to create some boundaries, create some space, make room in my life, and also take things from a high priority and make it a lower priority. Hmm. And by doing that, ultimately, I will be caring for myself. So um, this is really important. And I think also as we shift from our... (laughs) 20s. <laughs> into a, another age bracket, mm. it's important to reassess your priorities because, listen, the things I prioritized at 21, like, Lord knows that should not be my priority at 30-something.
0: One would hope.
1: Right. And so I want to have a lot of conversations with women about that. And, you know, you and I always have our conversations about men and women and gender roles and things like that. But as you grow and as you mature physically and emotionally and spiritually, your priorities should change.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think that's definitely, like, important for men. I think that a lot of times, you know, and I'll be the first to admit it, like, I'll raise my hand to that, but a lot of times, like, men are so, like, driven, by achievement, right? Like, we we got to, you know, make the most money, drive the newest cars, have the biggest house, like, all these different things. And I think a lot of times, like, that energy is misplaced, mm. right? Because it's like, we're so focused on the external things and what people see that we don't really, like, build on the... Internal things that help to fortify um, us as men fortify our families, things like that. So, again, I'm talking from a place of experience, you know, and I have made distinct choices in my life that have not always been in the best interest for the people that I care about or or I claim to care about, right? I've th- I've made choices that were in my best interest my mm-hmm. career best interests are like my personal um endeavors or achievements best interests and really that's like a very self-centered and selfish like way to go about things especially if you're a husband and a father right like you know I know men who, like, let's not say men. I know me, right? I had a newborn child, and I left him with his mom for, like, weeks and months at a time to, like, build a career doing campaigns. Now, I mean, everything happens for a reason, but, like, was that, like, the right decision to make? Like, in retrospect, no, it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and that came from a very selfish place. Those decisions came from a very selfish place. So I just think that, like, for young men, you know, because I'm 34, so I'm a young man as well, but, like, younger men, I think that there's just so much, like, talk about leveling up and, you know what I'm saying, doing, like, grinding and doing what's best for, like, yourself and your future that, like, we don't really consider what really is best for you and your future. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, is a career, like, that can fade away or stop at any moment with when a recession, best for your future? Or is, like, you know, maybe, like, not being as aggressive in pursuing your professional goals, but making sure your home is settled. You know what I mean? And I don't think we talk enough about that. I don't think that's talked about enough in church. hmm You know, um, I don't know. But Jesus was always big on, like, camaraderie and family. You know what I'm saying? Jesus was always big on, um people building community, you know, and I don't think that there's any more important community than your direct family, especially as a man, your wife, your children, and your household.
1: I agree with that. Um, I agree with that a lot. And just listening to you talk about your own testimony and experience, um, having been married and as a father, I think about, um, what shapes our priorities, right? So you're admitting that you had the wrong priority and I'm always asking myself this question, like what is informing my current priorities? Mm -hmm. And so you mentioned selfishness and I think that, there's like something that I'm struggling with right now because I think that it's definitely self-driven, ego-driven, and maybe not spirit-driven. Mm. Um, so I'm asking myself, does that need to be on my priority list? If, if it's not spirit-driven, then no. Um, I'm I'm also thinking about the people around us, their desires for us, their pressure on us, and how that creates priority. Mm. And, you know, then ultimately we should have priorities based on God. Mm -hmm. But look how far that falls on the list. It's like ourselves, the people around us, the society or the context, (coughs) the ecosystem we live in. And then there's the stuff that God wants us Mm -hmm. to do. And really, it should be the reverse. We should be at the bottom and it should be God at the top.
0: So that's a good point.
1: Thank you. (laughs) So I am trying to make it a conscious and deliberate strategy in my life to reprioritize based on the flip so praying and fasting really asking God to reveal the things that I'm doing that truly are exhausting me because I'm doing it in my own strength I'm working so hard at it and if Jesus's yoke is easy and his burden is light why does it feel heavy? hmm And I'm starting to put my hand on the things in my life that are heavy. So I need to reprioritize them. And maybe I need to reassess if I need to get involved with it or not.
0: I think that's our pizza.
1: (laughs) What a real moment.
0: Okay, we're back from our pizza. But I definitely... Um, wanted to pick up where we left off about, um, you know, having God's priorities be like our main priorities. I think that that's like a very like excellent point. Um, I think many times we just spend our lives, our time, like you said, like trying to fulfill ourselves or like our family or the people that we care about, But how many times are we really like seeking the mind of God and the priorities of God, right? Like, you know, a lot of times our priorities don't align with God's priorities, Mm -hmm. right? So we could be out here chasing a bunch of stuff that might seem like, relevant or important, but how many times do we really inquire the mind of God? Like, Lord, like, what are your priorities for me? What are your priorities for me this day? Right. I'm a person that likes to plan and make lists and um, (laughs) and bullets and things like that. You know, and I I like to wake up in the morning and kind of, you know, make a checklist for the day and things that I need to do and things like that. But frankly, like, I got to ask myself, how many times do I really like ask God, like, God, what would you have me do today? What are your priorities for me today? You know, um, and. I'm just really thankful you you helped to spark that thought with me, you know, because it's something that we really should, like, take stock of and inventory of. It's like, you know, we can—the best laid plans of mice and men often go awry, and that's because you never know what the day or what life has in store for you. So— One thing that we can always count on is that, um, we are going, this life is predicated on relationships with people, right? So if we prioritize work, if we prioritize, um, you know, currency, if we prioritize, um, just like the superficial things of this world, like, that always puts us in a very um it, it, it puts us in a in, in a weakened role because it weakens our relationships you know and it allows us to not be able to like fall back on the most important things that the Lord would have us to do because he said, love the God, love God with all your mind, body, mind, heart, and soul, and love your neighbors as you love yourself, you know, so, um, I think that that was an excellent point that you made about, um, you know, prioritizing, uh, the things of God and God's priorities for us, and I think as men, as husbands, as fathers, like, that's how we're going to be able to like really lead and, um, guide our families with the mind of God.
1: Definitely. One thing that we don't talk about too much is, um, even the the woman's role in prioritizing her home. Mm-hmm. So I'm just pulling up the scripture. Cause as you said that and gave kind of an encouragement to men, um, I'm thinking about the ways that women are in our society losing priority Uh, and even in the church. And this is something that I honestly like chastise myself when Paul says I buffet my (coughs) body daily. Like Uh, I actually think about this a lot because I think a lot about what my priorities are and who has informed them uh, because the world is teaching one way of womanhood and God is teaching another His word is teaching another and even generations to generations of women, we are adopting mindsets that are not the mind of God and we're creating priorities and lifestyles out of it. So in second in Titus chapter two, it says in verse three, older women likewise are to be reverent in their behavior, not malicious gossips or enslaved to much wine, teaching what is good. But here's the deeper part, verse four, so that they may encourage the young women to love their husbands, Mm. to love their children, to be sensible, pure workers at home, kind, being subject to their own husbands Mm. so that the word of God will not be dishonored. See, see, that's not a 2020 word right there. (laughs) Exactly. And this is why I'm bringing it up, because. As I think about God's word never changing, Mm. as I think about Jesus being the alpha and the omega, Mm. no word that goes out comes back void. Like, why are we as Christian women doing things so far outside of these scriptures? And I'm a woman's woman. Like, I encourage women. I believe in women's leadership. I believe in equality for women. But... I also believe in obeying the word of God. And so somewhere in between the modern, the modern teachings of womanhood, we're missing the eternal spiritual teachings. So as women, I don't really see a lot of older women teaching young women anything. That's first of all. Say that. And we have a generation of young women When I say young women, I mean everything from 18 to about 35, who women who are directionless, untrained, untrained. I mean, you talk about managing a household. Most girls nowadays brag about not being able to cook. I watched a young lady on Instagram who is just so loud, boisterous, yelling. She was actually hitting the guy. This was a while ago. Like she's hitting the boyfriend. Is that Cardi B? And I'm saying, no. Mm-hmm. Um, is that girl that's with the um she used to be with G Herbo or whatever that kid's name Oh, is. Ari. Ari. Yeah. Um just wild dysfunctional. And I look at so many girls that are looking up to her and that's not being, as the Bible says, sensible. Mm. How many women just be with the nonsense? Let's just start right there. Like, it's very hard for women to be sensible in this day and age. You know, workers at home. And I don't mean, like, selling a bunch of cocoa cream and puddings and, you know, waist trainers. Like, maintaining your home. Managing your home. Some scripture um, translations will say. So, I think we need to have much larger conversations about how we prioritize the things of God as women. Because if you're doing a lot of stuff and you're not doing these things, are the things that you're doing beneficial? There's so much pressure we put on men to put make us a priority in their life and to make us a priority in the relationship. But are we doing that as well? Because there's two separate references here where it's talking about being subject to your own husband and learning to love your husband. Mm. And learn. mm hmm Yeah.
0: So you got to learn to love him.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's heavy. That's super heavy. That's another um, topic we should unpack.
0: Definitely. Definitely. See, because that would mean that loving someone is a learned trait. Mm -hmm. And again, priorities, right? So if you're not prioritizing those things, you know, thank you for like bringing that up and like really doing a, a a deep dive in that because you know i think that those principles are lost in like today's like concept of um relationships marriage love right and you know again i'm i'm speaking as someone that has been married and you know having my ex-wife leave me and you know just things like that I I can only look at my shortcomings and failures you know as a husband as you know the head of a household as um the one that's supposed to be the spiritual covering of my family and really like uh assess and reassess, like, where I went wrong. And I think that even the learning to love part is a thing that, um, you know, I don't think men prioritize either, right? You know, I think a lot of time in this era, and again, again, I'm only talking from, I'm talking personally, but it's also, like, something that I see, right? So I think a lot of times in this era, or in general, men want to dominate their women, mm-hmm. right? Men want to like, particularly Christian men. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they want to dominate their woman. They want to tell them what to do. This is how it's going. Things like that, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it's like, bruh, like, are you even equipped to lead, bruh? Like. Can you cut the grass?
1: And if you can, do you?
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is your wife... Are you washing your wife's car? For your wife and kids riding around in a dirty car? Are you prioritizing your household? Or, or are you just trying to lord over somebody? Yo, if you try trying to lord over somebody something, get a dog get a pet but a woman like we were talking about earlier was taken from the rib of man which means that she's supposed to be beside you she's your helpmate and again like you know as someone who has failed in this space a little bit and um, am able to evaluate like I know that men can really um minimize the importance of the role of a woman and a wife, mm-hmm. and again, I think that comes down to priorities that comes down to like what you value as a man, what you were taught as a man, and um what you think that your what your role In a household as a man should be.
1: I think it's really astute that you talk about value and priorities all in the same thought logic because we prioritize what we value. Mm. And so um, I've in this journey of, of being in this relationship, I've had a lot, not a lot, but I've had friends ask me different questions about the relationship and Various components of it, you know, and there's so many people who want to replicate what they see other people doing or experiencing. And I'm not going to lie, like I was in that phase of life um, kind of ignorantly. Hmm. But love is love and everybody's love is different.
0: They want the sauce.
1: They want the sauce and the recipe.
0: Mm.
1: Can't get that though. Uh, So I try to explain to people that the bulk of our relationship rests on... Shared values, and just like you know, I've quit jobs because I don't have the same values as my employees, or maybe the whole organization. I don't make friends with people who, or I don't keep friends. When I feel like we have different values Because it's out of your value system That you prioritize That you behave You spend money based on what you value Mm. Some people value food Some people value alcohol Some people value clothes So in a relationship Even on a spiritual level If you don't value quiet time with God Are you really going to sit and read your Bible Every day? No In a relationship with someone, you have to value them in order to learn them. Mm. So, most people struggle with this concept of love. There's Mm. a lot of women who are not teachable when it comes to someone trying to encourage them to love their husband because they don't value that. Hmm. It's selfless.
0: That's heavy.
1: That is heavy. Yeah,
0: that's heavy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, I am... Trying to encourage the ladies who may be listening, will be listening, to just assess what your value system is because that's the other reason why I feel like a lot of people are not equally yoked. It's not always about being saved and unsaved because mm. listen, two saved people can be just as equal unequally yoked as a saved and unsaved. Yeah, I
0: learned that the hard way. Feel me.
1: So, it comes down to values. And, like, we have shared values. We value hard work. I'm obsessed with planners, stickers, to-do lists as well. We value being on time. We value communication. We value quality time. Therefore, in our relationship, we express those things in the same way. We prioritize
0: those things.
1: Right. Yeah. So, I want people to make a self-assessment. Not don't worry about the the other people in your life. Just focus on your own self and really look at what you're prioritizing. What are the top I did this a couple of years ago. What are the top ten things you do every week? Hmm. Then hone in on your day right am every every day am i I'm checking social media, I'm eating, even going to work. Those are basic things, but try to get ten things you do consistently. That's great. Right at a baseline, that's what you prioritize. So if you go to the gym once a week, you don't prioritize going to the gym. We are what we repeatedly do. So I just want to kind of, like, anchor the conversation there, you know?
0: Absolutely. Values um, lead to your priorities. And, um, you know, I just think that this is a really, like great conversation that like I think we should continue um you know and because it bleeds into so many other things um and again I don't really think that you know again for me as a 34 year old like man um no one's I I don't know there's no one that I know or see that like um Or having these kind of conversations or doing these kinds of like, um, you know, TED Talks or whatever Mm -hmm. about like what priorities are really about and how do you prioritize um, yourself, your family, your career and, you know, what's like what's important. And I really wish I really think that if I had um, people to guide me along those ways, like, um, you know, I think a lot I would have made a lot of different choices in life, not even like relational, but just like Mm -hmm. it within myself. Like, you know what I mean?
1: I, I just want to interject right there because I agree with you and everyone who knows me knows I'm like. I tell people you should go to therapy once in your life because you need to see yourself from the outside and you also need to say things out loud. But I won't forget when I actually was going through a bit of a meltdown, you know, not crying and stuff, but just circling around a lot of thoughts. And I said to my therapist, I don't think that I can be with someone. This Actually, I was talking about you Mm. very early on. And I was like, I don't think I can be with someone and be this like executive boss chick. Mm. And I've always built my life around this image of being this executive boss woman leading other people. Mm. And she said, why can't you do both? Mm. And I said, because I don't see how that fits in the framework of being somebody's wife and somebody's mother. And she said, you can choose it for yourself Uh and I do think that that's important to have thought partners that can encourage us to assess our priorities and then make a healthy action plan so she wasn't saying like because she's like if you want to be a executive you're gonna always live with the desires of being married and having kids Mm -hmm. so are you gonna be truly fulfilled you know but if you disable all of the professional ambition that you have, and forsake it for this other thing, like having a family. Are you going to be fulfilled, right. or will you resent your husband? You know, resent your kids. We don't want that. Right. So she helped me figure out ways to do it all, but do it all with priorities. Mm. And that was just a very transformative conversation. And, you know, shout out to the old therapist. That was such a gem.
0: Yeah, shout out to the therapist. I really liked her. I didn't even met her, but I met her.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, she just was very, very helpful. So you can have a lot of the things you want in life, but you need to prioritize it. Mm-hmm. And you also have to track what the Holy Spirit is doing in your life. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the activity in my life was... Steering me in a much more relational direction. Mm. And I had to be open to that. So when God is moving in your life, you may need to shift your priorities and say, okay, I am going to be open to doing something different or doing something different with someone different versus cutting that off mm-hmm. and sticking to what your plans are.
0: Absolutely. So would you say that you chose her?
1: I did choose her. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: So, yeah, this was a great talk. You know, look out for more of these conversations. It's the EK Show. woo <laughs>